Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Friday morning to it is a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. Skill Alexander, it's Kelly Bidlin in the hizzy. How you doing, Kelly? Yeah. It's happening. Not much. A little oh. Friday at the South Point. A little big chilling. A little Friday at the South Point. They got uh, the blasting golf audio out there like it's a Super Bowl. We have, we have random thoughts through the first segment here because we are overbooked. And by overbooked, God. I mean book solid with guests. Dr. Bob will join us momentarily, talk college basketball with us. Uh, Paul Carr on the Premier League. Paul Sporer rejoins us this week after he gave a couple choice overs in season win totals earlier this week. We'll get some unders from him. Major League Baseball. Jordan Sherwood from the unnamed MMA podcast to talk about the uh, big UFC card this weekend, headlined by John Jones, back in the fold. Yeah. I'll be watching tomorrow night. Oh, I will be too. Because it has been three years since we got to lay eyes on him. So we'll we'll see how that goes down. Um, Hadn't lost a fight since 2009. I guess there was no contest in there because of doping. But uh, see what Jordan's thoughts are on uh, the Jones fight against Cyril Ghosn. Adam Burke will join us in studio as well to talk college basketball uh, later on the show. He'll be in studio. Also, uh, his thoughts on baseball, too, what he thinks about the rule changes. So we got a whole bunch of stuff to get to, which means that you and I, Kelly, have to like sort of brain dump all of our thoughts here early, or else yeah. we might not get to him. And let me just start with, you brought up John Rahm. You, Sia, Najad, and I did our little first-round uh, leader draft, if you will, the other day. Yeah. Where we got mm-hmm. three picks at it. 
And John Rahm basically made a mockery of all of us yesterday. Yes, you know, a couple real sharp first-round leader betting guys. <laughs> and, yeah, John Rahm goes, nope, never mind, step aside. He goes, eagle, birdie, birdie. Was that the, his final three holes yesterday? Did just absolutely <laughs> take the uh, take the first-round lead he at did, the Arnold Palmer. Uh, he did make a bogey, I believe, to start today. But don't worry, folks. He's right back at seven under, even par through nine. Kurt Kitayama. Also, a share of the lead at seven under through five. One shot back, Mr. Patrick Cantley. Who's looking best of your picks right now? Oh, boy. Xander Shoffley, and that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he is four under through nine. For anybody who, I, you know, for people who have been tracking this a lot, you know, you know very well the conditions they're going to be playing under today. If you haven't heard, it's starting to get windy here this morning, Gil, you right and it's going to be real bad They're later. just showing a shot right now of the palm trees blowing in the wind. Yeah, so uh, I think whoever this morning kind of crew of, especially Rom, Cantley, Adam Scott making a bit of a charge here this morning, Shoffley, whoever can get in there and post a low number, that's going to be big heading into the weekend. All right, the other thing is I probably should, we should probably, for symmetry, for bookend's sake, End the week the same way we started. Not really end because we had two hours still to be here. But I started the week by saying, hey, I came back from vacation. I see teams aren't fouling up three late in games. There was both a Tom Izzo uh, situation and a Greg Gard situation for Michigan State and uh, Wisconsin in the Big Ten. Well, yesterday, Matt Painter did it right. Purdue up three against Wisconsin. They foul. What do you know? They win. Shout out to Noodles36 for tipping me off on it yesterday. I was heading to... uh, the West Coast Conference Tournament at the Orleans to watch Pepperdine and get destroyed by Pacific because Lorenzo Romar has no answers. But I was also uh, doing all the in-game stuff, so I missed that. Uh, Steve Fezzik, who heard me talk about it earlier in the week, says I'm right. It's absolutely the right play, but that the math is not quite as stark as I make it out to be. I said it goes from probably like 98% probability to like 75, depending on the three-point shooter, the look. He says it's a little more narrow than that, and he provided me the math, and I am not one to argue with Steve on math, but intuitively, I don't agree with him. So I would have to sit down with him and actually get a... uh, what, what he meant by that, because I think there, I, some of the numbers that he was providing me, I'm like, I don't think that's right. Yeah, I always, I'm always that guy that it's situationally, I cut, I cut coaches and players probably more slack than I should, but as far as in general, Gil, I'm totally in that camp with you. And, where it's and, like every chance you get, I'd be doing and it. I, and I will repeat it again. It is, I am convinced the reason that coaches don't foul in those situations is because they know that the one in... I don't know, one in, you know, 100 or one in 75, or it's less than one in 100. It's like one in 30 chance of it, of it, you know, backfiring on them is so embarrassing to them, will be so embarrassing that the thought of that just prevents them from doing it. God, I can't live with that when it happens. And so they go, they're like, oh, I just hope he misses. Just let me pray that he misses. So, I, I mean, you got to foul, dude. You yeah, got to. I'm with you. I'm with you. But I, I, I mean, like, I, and I also get it, though, that the difference between college and pro, right? Where it's like, I got to, I got to trust a kid to, like, know when to do this at the right time. Like, I don't, in the coach NBA. Coach him up, man. Coach him up. In the NBA, it should be automatic. Like, it, it's amazing sometimes yes. the coaches that just let it go in the NBA. And I'm like, what are you doing? All right. Speaking of the NBA, so Kyrie, 40 yesterday, Luca, 42 and 12 assists. Mavs beat the Sixers, 133 to 126. I'm still not taking the Mavs seriously. Sorry. Well, I'll tell you one thing, Gil. 
if those two continue to combine for over 80 points, that'll help. Piece, they're <laughs> they're going to be dangerous to the West. That'll help. <laughs> But I just, do you see them sustaining a playoff no. run? No, no, absolutely not. No. And the Sixers remain the Sixers. I, I'll tell I you. I mean, look, they, they are going to be a pain in the ass team sure. in the playoffs for whoever gets them. 100%. Because you have two of the elite scorers in the NBA that are going to go back and forth that you just trade in blows left and right. But no, I don't know. I don't think it's sustainable. Their defense is not that good. Um, I still don't think they have the great, uh, great, they don't have great depth. And I don't think they have the, the perfect guys to fit around these two. If you did have a summer to kind of rearrange your entire roster. Pain in the butt is exactly what they'll be. I will, I will get back to my theme though all week and really for years now. Remember we hit the Warriors on a future last year to win the NBA title on this show, which preceded a tremendous run on this show. Paulo Boncaro going number one. Ole Miss at 101 winning the College Baseball World Series. The Braves 17 times to win the NL East. Iga left and right. It was just a ridiculous run. But when I said with the Warriors, I'm like, are we all not going to, are y'all not going to learn your lesson with this team every, every year? And last night, they take, they on, on the heels, or I should say on the strength of a 38 to 8 run. Jordan Poole leading the way with 34. The Warriors come from behind to beat the Clippers 115-91. to And that's with Steph not yet in the house. And so there will be a Warriors futures ticket in my pocket by the uh, end of the weekend. I promise you that. Yeah. Looks like. I'm uh, not. I, I'm going to back up my words. I am not going to sleep on this team. No, no one else should either. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you this year. I did it last year, Gil. I ain't doing it again this year, especially with the way the Western Conference looks right right now. Uh, looks like there's a chance Steph is back Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, according to Kerr. Uh, and the bigger thing here to me, Gil, is this Clippers team. Which okay, is, that was my that was my second question. It, it's just it, it's just when have we seen it consistently from this team this year? Like these guys, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard have been healthy enough to at least play most of the season. We have not sat back at any point this year and then been like, man, the Clippers these past two weeks have been crazy hot. Like, that that hasn't happened. That hasn't happened. And I think that if you're – I am I'm starting to sour on this team where it's look, they, they look great on paper. They look like a championship team on paper. But I'm not seeing it consistently from them on the basketball court. We did our exactas, our favorite exacta bets, and you know we we identified that the Bucks were the most undervalued, and so we paired the Bucks with three different, each one of us with three different Western Conference teams. We hadn't consulted each other beforehand, in case you missed that segment. And and one of them was the Clippers. But I'm I'm with you in the sense that, and let me just put it this way: it feels like it is insane to bet any. Any way on a team that you have not seen it happen. This notion yes. that you are going to bet on a promise with this team seems so ridiculous. Like, why would you do that? Can't. Can't do it. Because there is, I mean, there's things that, that obviously you want to get ahead of in sports because you see, you, you see a path for it. Well, if this happens and this happens, I get it. But, like, we've seen these guys on the court together. It's it's not going to happen. I, I mean, again, do they do they have to me? Do they they have the best roster in the Western Conference? And I don't really know that I think it's all that close. But this team hasn't done. They haven't done it all year. Where have they been at all season long? The notion that you're going to bet on that promise versus what you've actually seen from other teams right. is just I just don't get and, it. And I mean, your your Warriors not only beat them last night, they beat them in a submission because this team they're going to be playing tonight again. The Clippers. 
And, okay, we got a rest day for Kawhi, it looks like. Um, Norman Powell left in a sling yesterday. So those of us that have Norman Powell six-man of the year tickets, woo, that'll be fun. <laughs> um, and then I, Zubat's out tonight. Uh, Marcus Morris looks like he will be out again tonight. Eric Gordon, doubtful to play tonight. Um, so, yeah, Warriors beat him and then beat him again. All right, tennis pick. Can I squeeze this in? Yesterday, another dog winner, Tomas Martin Echeverri on clay against Francisco Cerundolo. We hit at plus 127. Congratulations to all again. It's our third dog winner of the week. Today, a little bit of an issue. I bet Katie Volonets yesterday at plus 144 against University of Texas standout Peyton Stearns. Peyton Stearns playing this tournament in Austin in front of a, uh, a loving crowd. She has been spectacular on both the ITF and the Challenger circuits. Um... We don't really know what she is yet as a pro. Volanitz's number was way out of whack to me yesterday. We've already won on her twice this week. I'm seeing it as low. As, I mean, it's, it's way lower than it was last night. If you can find it above plus 120, it's still a play on Katie Volanitz. If you can find it above plus 120, it's still a play. Um, I'm seeing in some spots it's lower than that. See a plus 125 at okay, DraftKings. There you go. Plus 125 at DraftKings is still good. Play that. Um, it's like yesterday with Echeverria. I said, hey, look, I mean, I had Echeverria as a slight favorite, but, you know, don't go lower than plus 110 because the, the edge dissipates at that point. Same thing with Volanets. Play it as low as plus 120. Um, if it gets below that, the edge sort of dissipates. But I have this as a coin flip. Volanets, again, or as we like to call her, Katie Volinets. That's the tennis play of the day. Another dog play of the day. Coming back with Bob Stoll, Dr. Bob on College Hoops next. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my dance, (laughs) There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool to the touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. 
Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too. With thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem Call 1-800-522-4700. This gentleman actually went 10-4 and four with his plays yesterday, um, all of his plays. He did happen to give out one that lost on this show, on Youngstown State. They did not get there. He's 30-9 and nine in college basketball since Sunday, uh, and he is 523, 408-12 for the season. But yet, when you lose one game on a show, oh, the idiots come out, don't they? It's Dr. Bob, everybody, at drbobsports.com, at drbobsports on Twitter. How you doing, Bob? I'm doing all right. Apparently, I'm a clown and one of the five worst decent guests. <laughs> um, even though, I mean, I track every play I've ever given out on this show in, what, four years, five years. I'm 54.8% in, in every basketball game I've ever given out. I'm not on that, the show for basketball that often. And in football, it's better than that. Like 58% on every football play I've ever given out on your show, and I'm a clown because I lost one game yesterday. So Um, idiots will be idiots, and they're going to judge on short-term stuff. And if they start keeping track of my plays instead of judging me on one play, they'll they'll learn to listen to me instead of pretending to fade me. Let me uh, let me uh, ask you this. So yesterday you came on. We were talking about conference basketball tenants, handicapping tenants. Uh, tenants and one of the ones that you gave out yesterday had to do with uh, bad teams versus really good teams in the situation. Uh, that's what led to, I believe, was that was that did Youngstown State apply to that yesterday? Was that how we led to Youngstown? There were State? two of them actually. It, it, it's sub one fifty teams, teams that have won less than fifteen percent of their conference games. Just as long as they're playing a team that's not terrible, a team that's won forty percent or more of their conference games. The, last night there were two of them, and I said I didn't play either. Yes. It was Evansville and Pepperdine. Pepperdine, yeah, yeah, and and I said, and I and, I, and the night before I went two and zero, oh, and I did play one of those that played Presbyterian the night before, and they went two and zero. Oh. Last night I said, here's the two that apply. I'm not playing either, 
um, both lost. Hopefully, people, you know, there's reasons not to play things. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the situations are just one thing. I mean, the, most of my college success is due to the math model, um, and those really had negative value. So I, I don't play, I don't play games with negative value, regardless of what you know the situation is. And like I said yesterday, I only play trends in the conference tournaments because those have historically done very well, and it's historically been a really good time of year for me. Um, and I only play the really significant ones. So um, those were not, that's not a significant trend. It's a good, it's a nice trend, something to consider, um, but it's not a significant trend. And the ones I'm going to give today are more general things, too. I don't blindly bet any of these, but, you know, it works along with the math model. Wait, you did say you did not play those two yesterday. That's correct. Pepperdine yeah, and Evansville. Yeah, on the show. Yes. Yeah. Just, um, hopefully people... And by the way, let me, so I don't want to get this lost in translation. Sometimes Bob will say there's a trend. He will give you the trend, and then there's a subset. Sometimes when there's a subset, he will, you will not give away exactly what it is because you do want to keep certain things proprietary. So there, are, so there is that, and so maybe that gets lost in translation as well. And there's other right. things. I, I like, like, like I've, got a, I've got a conference tournament angle that I've been following for 15, 16 years, and it wins every single year. The record is now 360, 199, and 8. I mean, how often do you find a trend that's that good? Um, and there are subsets of that are even better, <clears throat> but <clears throat> one of them applies tonight, and I can talk about that in a bit if you want. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to give that trend away. I'm, I'm just sort of giving things like something that you could look up what the team's record is and say, oh, are they off a win, off a loss, and you could easily kind of handicap a game a little bit you know, just kind of understanding the way things work in the conference tournaments, like betting on really, really crappy teams. They, they kind of like yesterday's trend, kind of a new beginning for them. And they and, and the other teams probably looking ahead to the next round already. And there's usually a letdown. And you know, so that was the trend yesterday. And I have a few more today that are more general things that, right, let, uh, that let, you should consider. Let's get into it. What you got? Yeah, one of them is just in general. Teams coming off a loss in their final regular season game tend to perform a bit more in their first conference tournament game when facing a team coming off a win. That's over 1,600 games going back 30-plus years. It is 53.2% blind. That's worth a point. I'm not saying you bet these blindly, but just a team off a loss versus a team off a win at a point the team off a loss. So if you're borderline on playing a team that's coming off a win against a team coming off a loss, then consider that before you make that play. That wouldn't keep me off what I think is a really good value play on a team coming off the win, but I do incorporate the fact that, you know, it's worth a point if it's, a, you know, a team off a loss versus a team off a win. It's something to consider. And there's another one I like, these one-bit conferences. You know, dominant teams in the minor conferences tend to play their starters more in the conference tournament games versus lesser teams than they would against such a team in the regular season. Um, and, you know, there's more at stake now. So they're not, you know, if they're favored by, you know, 10 or 11 against a crappy team, they might rest some starters or play their starters less and have some garbage time or whatever. They don't do that in the conference tournament because there's too much at stake. Because normally it's a one-bit one bit conference. So what I found is you can play number one seeds where the conference, these are dominant teams, where the conference win percentage of 900 or better. So look for these. Um, they're 57% against the spread laying up to 12 points in the conference tournaments. So these teams tend to just let's take care of business and not mess around because we lose one game, we're out uh, often. Um, that percentage goes up to 59% against the spread if the opponent won less than 75% of their conference games. So if they're not playing another really good team in the conference, it's even better. So 
keep a lookout for these really dominant uh, one-bit conference teams against teams that have won 75% or less their conference games. It's a solid 59% over many years. So that's what that's one I think you, people can look at. Does that apply to a game specifically today? No, it actually doesn't today. I, I and I, I there was one there was one a few days ago and I forgot who it was. But um, no, it doesn't today. Okay, what uh, just something to keep an eye something on. to keep an eye on for sure. What what did you play today? Well, the, the one that had qualified in that three hundred and sixty one ninety nine and eight trend was Southern Illinois. It was minus two this morning um, when I gave it out. Now it's minus three. Um, uh, you know, I, I told my clients to. To make it a best bet up to two and a half, it's an opinion at minus three. And my opinions are, as you know, you get the plays every day, and the opinions are 55% the last three years. So mm-hmm. um, still worth the play at minus three on Southern Illinois. Southern it loses, Illinois. I'm a clown, obviously. That one loses, I'm a clown. But, you know, that's, that's, that's the one that qualifies with the best conference tournament angle I have. Okay. So Southern Illinois minus three still a play? Yep. It's an opinion. Okay. It's an opinion. Okay. That's still a play. Um, anything else that is uh, worth throwing out tonight as well, or another sort of tenant of conference basketball season that you want to uh, isolate? Yeah, here's it, it, just one, something to look out for. This actually happens more often than you think. It's immediate revenge. When two teams just played in the final regular season game, and now they're playing again in the first conference tournament game, this happens more than you think. Um, just playing teams with immediate revenge is 115-85-6 and six against the spread. Um, if you exclude the really bad teams, teams that are less than 25, 250 in conference, then the immediate revenge team is 96, 63, and 5 against the spread, as long as they won 25% more of their conference games. Those are the ones to kind of look at. Like I said, that's been 60% or so over many years. Not something I bet blindly, but if you think there's value on the team that has immediate revenge and they're a decent team, uh, it's something to, something to consider. Okay. Cool. We'll leave it at that. Yes, Southern Illinois, the play of the day from Dr. Bob. All right. Well, good luck, Kill. My man. Thank you, Bob. Dr. Bob at drbobsports, drbobsports.com. And, Kelly, let me just sort of, for those who missed it yesterday, you know, we are not a trends show. We are not one who, you know, I, I've said many times on this show, I'm like, yeah, hey, you know, I'm not, all, I'm not about trends. Um, nor is Bob. Right. But I'm also not a guy, but Bob is to a degree because Bob does his math model and then he does what he calls his technical analysis, which, again, we know colloquially as trends. But he has a database that goes back thousands of games. So he actually does know when they are meaningful. And by the way, and, and let me just say this. So I'm not a guy who says, while I'm not usually well, I'm not typically a trends guy. I don't do anything 100%, and I do allow for ones that actually intuitively make sense. So, again, I brought up yesterday preseason when it used to be four weeks in, in pro football. There, he had one for week two, teams coming off a loss versus teams coming off a win. Then he had a subset that was even better than the one. So it's a moment in time, and conference basketball season is a moment in time. So I don't want anybody landing on the segment with Bob and thinking, oh, Bob just likes trends. No, that's not true at all. Bob is a pioneer in using predictive algorithms uh, for sporting events. But he does – complement it with the math model and with the, uh, excuse me, with the trends, when the trends have enough data, have enough of a sample size. And when I'm talking about enough, I'm talking about, again, hundreds, if not thousands of games to support them. So I just want to, you know, again, you, you don't know who's landing on the show for the first yeah. time. I just want to give that context because sometimes that'll get lost. Yeah. I think that there's look, trends is such a, is such a, a widespreading word too, of what it covers, right? Like there is, I look at someone like Chris Kirk at his history at Bay Hill, where he has three top 10 finishes in his last four appearances. That's a thing. Yeah. That's a trend. That's a, it's a course history guy that plays well here. 
you know, compare that to a home umpire, uh, you know what I mean, who, uh, <laughs> that's, that's right. always Matt Brown's favorite, right? The, the guy who wants to stay 30 minutes to make sure that home team when gets another crack at that. When he's umping at home, they're 52.6%. <laughs> it's like, oh, Lord, that ain't what Bob's doing. Paul Carr joins us next. You want some Premier League action? He's got it. Numbers game. Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, the VSIN experts have got you covered. Become a Visa Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VSIN betting guides for the biggest games of the season, where experts break down brackets, best bets, and daily props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VSIN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. We get tweets at beating the book. Always appreciate the feedback. Remember, if you're funny, it doesn't matter if you murder us. We'll read it. We like funny. Um, Everybody's sending Katie Volidet's pictures to me. Um, Here's one. We'll get to those because people are getting good prices or, 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 or bettable prices, I should say. Why is that? Do I need to Google Katie Volidet's? No, no, no. They're just all pumped about betting her again. Eli E., Headed down for the weekend, I have Carbone and L'Atelier reservations. What's the best Mexican food? I don't really have a Mexican food rec- recommendation here. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell I... you what the great. The, the, it's great is Javier's at Aria. I, I was just gonna bring it up. But the, but as from a guy who doesn't mind paying lots of money for good food, it's outrageous. Yeah. Uh, okay. All of that. All of that. Correct. I also don't know if. Look, it's really good. I don't know if I would say it's my favorite Mexican place, but yeah. I love going to it because it's got a great atmosphere. Like I love that bar area. I love that. I love oh, that whole atmosphere. What's the famous spot on the Strip? The one that that the the it's like a really long line in the middle, but it's like it's, Jason Weingarten and I went once. Went it's right across from Resorts World next to the Wind. Somebody will be able to tell me. But that's the spot. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking yeah, that's about. The spot. This is from Rock On. Gil, I agree with you 100% that you have to foul up three with less than five seconds left. Absolutely. The reason some coaches don't do it is because they're afraid of the player making the three while getting fouled and losing that way. Great show. Yeah, that's my, that was my point. They're so afraid of that embarrassment that they don't do it. Uh, a whole bunch of people saying they got a good price. King, King R. Jacko says he got plus 140 on volley nets. Good. That works. Joey Sinante, Katie Volley Nets, plus 122 on points bet. That's within the parameter. Uh, Todd Bubba Horowitz, thanks for the tennis plays. They've been awesome. I got plus 127 at William Hill just now. Thanks for your hard work. You got it. Uh, let's see here. This is from 3Jack, H3131. Hey, Gil, thanks for the Thursday tennis winner. Any action today? Yes, Volley Nets is the play. Did you see uh, – oh, he's asking about first set underdogs winning the first set. Hold on. Do you see a correlation when betting tennis underdogs with them winning the first set along with winning the match? I would have to do a specific analysis of that to answer that properly. But obviously, if you win the first set, you're more likely to win the match. Is he, yes. is he saying that he's got a prop, basically, that you can play of I'm which sure. to win the first set and the match? Not not clear within the tweet. Trip Tepper. Bob Stoll is a great guest with incredible data. However, he's the guy, when you ask him the time, he tells you how to build a watch. <laughs> Can't argue with that one, Trip. I love Bob. <laughs> nice tweet, Trip. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, he's back to give us some Premier League picks. Uh, you can uh, find him on the Expected Value podcast. He also works at True Media Networks. He used to work at uh, ESPN Stats and Research. Paul Carr joins us. How you doing, Paulie? I'm well, Gil. It's good to see you again. Good to been see busy. you. I've been busy. I've been in spring training and the NFL Combine this week. Okay. I'm back, back home to be with you. Now, I love this because yeah. we just roll into your soccer picks, but like I, we should talk about what you actually do. 
beyond that. So you, in your role at True Media Networks, you guys have have NFL and Major League Baseball clients, teams, correct? Correct. And is correct. that yeah? We have league wide NFL, twenty three baseball teams, I think. Okay, and you provide you're providing them deep analytics for them to 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 help them win baseball and football games basically is what we get down to yeah yeah mostly it's tools you know like they have all this data statcast data ngs data whatever it is we're giving them a tool to make that accessible because you know you and i can't you know extract things out of raw data feeds and programming code but you know we can use websites and we can add filters and get the heat maps and drill down as deeply as we want and watch the video of it and save time that way so it's a lot of efficiency tools uh, to access the data that they have. They just want to make it easier to get to. I'm always fascinated by, because when we used to go to Sloan Sports Analytics Conference at MIT, I was always fascinated by the teams that were there and, and really more so the teams that were not. I'm talking about you, right. Washington football team. <laughs> um, but give, give me an example, like a modern day one. Is there anything like in your baseball comings and goings these days where you're like, oh, some people still don't get it, and then the light sort of turns on with them? Yeah, so here's one just from this week. Uh, so we're we're in Florida visiting with a, a team that won't be named, but so we've got like heat maps and stuff up on the screen. We're getting set up for a presentation, and the first base coach wanders in. He's like, I don't deal with any of that data stuff. I'm a baseball coach, blah blah blah. So you know, we start talking to him like, okay, well, you know, what do you do? Like, what do you what parts of the game are you kind of overseeing? He's like, ah, you know, he, he uh, base running especially, you know, so he's interested in pitcher pickoffs, outfield throws, things like that, to try to find towels and stuff. Uh, so like we pull up the site and like, look here, you can split. This is not like deep analytics, but it's just finding what counts as a pitcher th- making pickoffs in and pulled up someone who, you know, like never picked off after the first pitch or two. And the guy, and he just goes nuts. He's like, Oh, this <laughs> is great. This is amazing. And, yeah. and it was like, he's like, I'm going to go crush the elliptical. Now I'm so fired up. <laughs> I'm going to crush so, the elliptical yeah. old school baseball guy. <laughs> uh-huh. so it's not, you know, it's not deep analytics, like right now and stuff, but it's just getting to data and he can instantly just see the five pickoffs the pitcher had in the last two or three stars. It's hey. like fast forwarding through three games to find those. And by, stuff the, like that. by the way, memo to the old first, you know, the first base baseball coach who wasn't into it. You better know your stuff this year, dude, because you can yeah. steal a whole bunch of bases this year. They're going to be more base runners. There's only yep. two quote unquote disengagements from the pitcher. Like yeah. all of was, these rule changes support offense. So he better get on it. It was real interesting picking people's brains is what they think might happen with the, the what, new rules. What's the consensus? Uh, I don't think anyone real. Most people just seem to think the pitch clock will be fine after a few games. Uh, and they obviously have spring training to get used to it. And you know, they're just interested, like, are certain pitchers going to always throw a pitch with, you know, a certain amount on the pitch clock, which gives the runner an advantage when he can take off. Uh, they're going to be tells in that sense, you know, figuring out is drawing throws going to be more of a skill since they can only throw over so many times. Just think everyone kind of thinks they know what might happen, but no one really knows. Anything from the combine that was of note? Or are you just there just sort of uh, prowling no, around? Talking to teams catching up a lot of people uh nothing jumped off the page it's just every year you know there's just a little bit more interest and the analysts and such that we talk to on teams have a little bit more success getting through uh to coaches and they always say if the coach is convinced they can win a game or help them win a game they'll like the data and so it's just a matter of a lot of times it's just presentation as much as anything it's like here's here's what we can do to save you time and help you win well, so a lot of us bet, if you can, if you could stay for another segment, uh, Paul, because yeah. I want to get your picks out of it. But I'm, I'm curious about yeah. the combine thing. So that's inter- that's interesting insight to the baseball, you know, the first base coach and how 
they they really need to adapt to these new rules and all the data they can have at their disposal will help towards winning baseball games with the combine because we bet on the NFL draft right. is there I mean is is there a a sense from you I'm just sort of asking you to speculate in all your comings and goings first of all give me a sense of 32 NFL teams this is sort of a general one how many care about analytics is it all of them at this point uh, I mean, it kind of depends where you draw the line. Like yeah. everybody finally has at least, you know, an analytics staffer, we'll say. Mm. Uh, if that, whether that person, you know, I think there's still a couple teams that that guy's in a closet somewhere and people rarely listen to him. Uh, but I mean, most teams have, you know, somebody in that decision-making capacity, like on headset during games, providing input, you know, d- varying degrees. Sometimes it's, you know, this is what is suggested or trying to get ahead of things. If we can get it within fourth and three here, we're probably going to go for it, which affects play calling. Uh, so, I mean, every team's got somebody. Okay. And it, it, I think it's just been, yeah, slow steps over the last, you know, five, 10 years, especially with more and more NGS data available and things like that. More to the point of the combine, what is your sense of, you know, again, the example I always give on this show for years is 1995, Mike Mamula, who was a linebacker yeah. from Boston College, decided. Workout legend. I, he Workout warrior, they called him. I am going to practice every drill that they do in the combine prior to the combine. And he got so good at everything that the Eagles traded up to pick him seventh. Right. And one of the picks they traded, yeah. the Bucks used to pick Warren Sapp, just to give you an example how ridiculous <laughs> it was. Right. What is your sense of like, do you think teams and what percentage of teams do you think still go ape crazy when they see a guy who maybe didn't do it on the football field, but they're like, oh, my God. But he yeah. just ran a four point whatever. And he's a linebacker. I think it's a lot lower just because teams also have so much more access. Like every game's on TV now. And even like 20 years ago, that wasn't necessarily the case. It was harder to find video and stuff. So they, they just know so much more about these guys. Uh, I, I think it still happens more to, you know, generally speaking, to the older school coaches who just get wild by something. Uh, but, but not as much as they used to. One thing I did find interesting, there were several different companies and firms there that were in the space of kind of character analytics, which is you know, Ooh. diving into backgrounds, seeing how, you know, was this guy struggling because, you know, his mom passed away or something like that was, uh, and then also kind of the mental side of figuring out how good is this guy at decision-making? How does this apply to football? Do guys who have this kind of mental trend? That scares uh, me a little, though, because there can be some, a little like, bit, li- there's going to be some like biases going into that when they yep. evaluate that kind of thing, right? Right. Yeah. You, you got to have very careful about the kind of questions you're asking and where you're going from there. Yeah. Wow. All right. I know we were going to get some soccer picks from you. We'll do that after the break, but I find all that fascinating. This is your day-to-day life, talking to baseball uh, professionals and football professionals. Always fascinating, and to the extent it can help us uh, win a bet or two, we're all for it. Premier League picks on the other side. Numbers game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. (laughs) (laughs) 
Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. the sports betting network before you make your next bet be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data splitting bets oh am i in the wrong promo yeah. did i just read the wrong promo oh, i'm sorry that's what we do all right let's... let me tell you about ben mgm's refer a friend bonus sure program. let's do that would you like me to tell you about it or would yeah you go ahead go okay sure hey thanks kelly attention ben mgm customers have a friend who loves sports as much as you do well, here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account, click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message, inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, you'll both receive a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in 30 days. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada, none of which suggest that you shouldn't go to the betting splits page. That's right. See what I did there? Absolutely. Wow. And if anybody needs a reminder of how this works, when you come in town, you go to a BetMGM sportsbook, you bring your friend with you, yes. you get 50 bucks, then you take that 50 bucks, meet me at Javier's in the Aria, buy me a margarita, and then we're good <laughs> to go. We're all golden. Oh, speaking of which, uh, shout out Richard Palma, who reminds me that the, um, the Mexican place that we're talking about on the strip is Tacos El Gordo. Which is never been there. Amazing, amazing spot. Um, 
So there's that. Paul Carr rejoins us, kind enough to uh, stick around, talk soccer with us. But also, you are uh, in Topeka, Kansas. You are a Kansas Jayhawks guy. Your assessment of them, I I did the old formula here at the beginning of the week, and they're one of six teams that Mm -hmm. ought to be able to win it all, but you don't think they're as good as uh, last year's outfit, huh? And I, th- I don't think that's as much a slight on this team as it is a, a pro of, of the, that team by the end of the year. Once Remy Martin started playing really well mm-hmm. for them, that was the difference maker. And then I uh, kind of saw it down the stretch and had even be a little optimistic. Um, on the bright side, though, I mean, they have obviously Jalen Wilson and, and Grady Dick are both a couple of, of big guns that can fill it up or whatever, get a lot of points for you. But I think the key is Dewan Harris. Uh, so in his last, it's like, I forget six games, he's got like a 37 to four assist to turnover ratio or something ridiculous like that. If he keeps playing at that level, I mean, Bill self offense is always need a point guard to make him go. And if he's at that level, then obviously they're as good as anybody in the country. Would you trade? Cause you're, you're a Jayhawks fan and a Dolphins fan. Would you take, would you trade? Would, if I said I can give you a Dolphins Super Bowl title, would you be okay with Kansas not winning a college basketball championship for the next 20 years? Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. All right. Well, I mean, they got you know two in the last what fifteen. Yeah. Three in my lifetime. Uh, Dolphins have don't have a win in the playoffs in twenty years. <laughs> right. That. Yeah. So there's yeah. that. Because in year twenty one, Kansas might be able to win again. Right. That's but the right. Dolphins still be you just don't know. No chance. You just don't know. All right. Premier right. League. So let me. So uh, my building. There's a valet. Right. We have to. Okay. We have to give the car to a valet. That part. Yep. One of them. I know. Right. Super bouge. <laughs> Super bouge. Just so, dropping that in there casually. No, no, no. There's a point to this. So there's one <laughs> guy who's down there. His name is Kim. And he is a massive Arsenal fan, right? So every time I get out of the car, he's like, he immediately starts, like, I'm just trying to get home, right? He immediately starts rolling into his Arsenal stuff, which is fascinating because I love Kim. But he, he, he was moaning about some VAR replay thing that should have gone for them a couple weeks ago but didn't. And so now yep. he's worried they're not going to win the Premier League title. 13 games left. They have a five-point lead over Man City. What was he referring to specifically? Do you remember? Uh, I, I can't remember the specific game. But, yeah, there was just a – it cost Arsenal a goal, and I think they drew instead of winning, if I remember correctly. I think it was the right call, but just the video review is so – it's such a fine margin on things. Like, there's these you – know, they don't – they feel wrong. It's uh, Defining offside is kind of like trying to figure out what a catch is. Yeah. I've gotten to the point where I'm just like, I, I think he's offside, but I don't know. You know, there's there's such fine margins. I mean, it's a little more black and white because you're offside or you're not, but it's just so close in like which body part can be offside and which right. isn't. But Arsenal's still in great shape. They're up five points. Yeah, still great uh, shape. The, the betting favorite, like we've said all year, City's a little better, probably, but a five point lead with a third of the season left is pretty huge. Uh, even you know they played a couple weeks ago. Arsenal and City did. And City won, and the initial narrative is like, ah, oh, City's back. This they're going to run away with it now. But then City went out and dropped points over the, on that weekend. Arsenal won, and basically nothing changed. Arsenal's still a slight favorite, so it's gonna be. It's great that we just have a title race. You yeah, know, that always makes everything better. There's drama at the bottom with the relegation and everything. Even the top four spots are the last ones kind of up for grabs. So it should be a good stretch run in the Premier League. Did you say drama, Paul? Is that what you just drama. said? Drama, drama. Okay, drama, Gil. All right, what are your three picks? What do you got? Three pack coming. All right. By the way, All Arsenal right, so minus see. 120 to win the Premier League. Man yeah. City plus 110. So it's super tight in the futures. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and that tells you, you know, exactly what I said. City's better, but Arsenal has the lead, and that basically comes out in the wash at this point in the season. And it's going to be one of those two. Like, man, you's not coming from third place back then. No. no. They've been playing really well. So, yeah, people have been trying to make that happen. But 
I mean, we'll talk about it a bit. They've been running real well against good teams. They're playing well, but you're just that far behind, and you're behind a couple of teams. They're not coming back. How about top four and top six odds? This is at DraftKings, and we're yeah. just throwing these at you here. You haven't seen these necessarily. Is there a bet at, on a glance? Is there a bet here? Uh, let me take a look and see. We're, they're all pretty even, I think, for that fourth spot, if I remember. Yeah, I don't I mean, take your pick at this point. Liverpool plus 175 is seems to be the trendy pick, but they just go out and drop points when you think they finally figured it out. So yeah, I don't have a strong feeling on which one of those. It's just week to week because they're all a little bit hot and cold. Fulham currently tied for sixth is 12 to one to be top six. Does that mean that their yeah. schedule moving forward? I haven't looked at their schedule. Must be uh, uh, they're going to be dogs it, moving forward, I guess, in some of these. They've been running hot for the most part. They're way above their expected goals yeah. numbers for the season. I mean, you take that and you get your points and move on. So you don't apologize for it, but yeah, them keeping up with any of those teams that are generally, I mean, everyone, in the top half is generally better underlying numbers than Fulham this season. That's the number that sort of popped off the screen anyway. All right. Three yeah. pack from uh, Paul Carr one tomorrow and two on Sunday. What do you got? All right. We'll start tomorrow. Wolverhampton Tottenham. I have under two and a half at minus minus one twenty-five. Play a little bit worse. Uh, and both these teams just struggling offensively. Wolves has, I think, two goals from center forwards all season. Uh, Tottenham has Harry Kane, and that's really about it. Injuries in the midfield have kind of wrecked that team a little bit. Uh, and and they've just played tight defensively. Five of the last seven games have been under two and a half. Wolves, five of the last six, if you throw out their city and Liverpool games, which are kind of their own animals, uh, two goals or fewer. So this just feels like a Either team would love to grind out a 1-0 win here. Wolves is trying to stay out of relegation. Uh, Tottenham's trying to stay in that top four race. So they both have plenty to play for. I expect this to be kind of cautious and cagey in a 1-0, 1-1 type of game. Cautious and cagey. What about, to- yeah. what about tomorrow? One in the Premier League tomorrow. Tomorrow. Let's see here. We're going to go with oh, no. uh, Liverpool pardon, Man United. Pardon me. Sunday. Oh, no. Sunday, oh, no. rather. Sunday, yes. yes. That's right. Yeah, we'll go Liverpool Man United on Sunday. Uh parlaying a couple things together. I think both teams score. I think we get over two and a half goals and that gets up to minus 120 for me. Um, just to get a little bit of a better price on things that are obviously correlated together. Uh, Liverpool's defense still kind of a mess. They've allowed at least one expected goal in all but two games since Labor Day. Not great. Uh, Joe Gomez not back at center back for them yet, but the attack has been, you know, more or less what we thought the attack would be. Their top three in the Premier League in that. Uh, Manchester United, we talked about, they've been playing really well. They're really just taking care of business, though. They're beating all the teams they should beat uh, and, and picking up a win here or there against another team. Uh, but the defense has been running well, too. They've given up a decent number of expected goals and shots in the last couple of games, but have had shutouts. So I think there's just going to be goals here. Both teams get a goal. We're going to have at least three goals, easily a 2-1, 2-2, uh, 3-2 type of game. So both teams to score over two and a half I put together to get to minus 120. Okay, and one more on Sunday. One more Sunday. This is down at the bottom. Uh, relegation battle. Everton hasn't been relegated since, it's been a long time, I want to say the fifties, but now I'm thinking that's not correct, but it's been a long time since Everton's been relegated. Uh, they're struggling and they're going to Nottingham forest, which plays well at home. Uh, they've scored an all, but one home, home <coughs> excuse me, one home game forest has. Uh, and I really like the price here on them to win at plus plus one seventy-five. I'd play it down to about plus plus one fifty or so. Um, I think they're better than Everton, to be honest. Everton brought in Sean Deitch, who had managed Burnley for a while, and he kind of seemed to right the ship a little bit, but the last two, two last three games really haven't been very good. And Forrest just has found a way at home against good teams, against bad teams, especially. They get things done. So I like that price, plus 175 on a Forrest win against Everton. All right, and your best uh, pre-flop play from the before the season started, 
probably still has it having to do with relegation uh, Southampton, right? Yeah. Yeah, Southampton at I want to say plus three, plus three hundred, plus was, two something. It was, it was three, a pretty good price. You got it at checking three to one. You got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one's in good shape. Uh, I think at Arsenal top four, that one's a lock, pretty much too. Uh, Liverpool top four is not looking so good, but Gold, it's still in play. Golden boot not going to work out either. You had Harry Kane and uh, yeah, Gabriel. I mean, Jesus. if Erling Holland hadn't had a otherworldly season, Kane would be right there. I think yeah. he's still second in goals scored. So I don't feel bad about the pick. You just. Didn't expect Holland to, you know, yeah. score. He could score 35 goals this year. Paul, we appreciate it as always, man. Thank you. You bet. Have a good weekend. Paul Carr at Paul Carr. Just going around NFL teams and Major League Baseball teams trying to uh, get him to get smarter. Some receptive, some not so much. It's so, awesome. It's awesome hearing about his real job. You know, we is. always have him on here talking about soccer, but awesome hearing what he does uh, every day. I've told this story before when I used to go to MIT uh, Sloan Sports Analytics Conference. Matthew Barry, fantasy guy who was on mm-hmm. ESPN for so many years now on NBC. He's a, he was a Washington fan as well. is a Washington fan. And we'd go there. There were like 28 NFL teams out of 32 would be there. With our, <laughs> and I would say to him, like, are you are you upset that well, we're not here? He looked at me. He's like, pregnant pause. He's like, yeah, they're idiots. You're right. Coming back with Paul Spore next. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. 